In Flagrante Delicto A Good Omens Potfic Written by Mazarin221b And read by Literarian Chapter 3 Crowley watches avidly as Aziraphale carefully pulls a grape from its stem, then pops it into his mouth, his lips forming a perfect pink little O that gives Crowley heart palpitations. But they are in public after all, so Crowley simply admires, considers what might be possible later, and takes a sip of a Prosecco that had seen better vintages. It's not that I necessarily mind, you understand? Aziraphale continues, then takes a sip from his own glass and makes a face. Oh my, this wine was better in the 1920s. Anyhow, it's not that I mind doing it, but it sets a bad precedent, you know? We've not been to New York since it was a barely populated backwater, though, Crowley says. And it's true. New York being quite capable, even good, at creating sin all on its own, he's simply admired from afar and not been really needed there. Could be interesting, a nice little getaway. Aziraphale quirks an eyebrow at him. A vacation? Isn't that what we've been doing? Crowley sets his glass in the basket and scoots over on the blanket to rest his head on Aziraphale's thigh. No, Angel, we've been fucking each other's brains out for a month. That's what we've been doing. Aziraphale turns pink up to the tips of his ears. Crowley, he says, scandalized. We are in the park. There are children. Crowley turns his head so he can breathe, hot and wet, through the layer of clothes over Aziraphale's stomach. Damn being in public. But if he just uses his abilities a bit... And there, a small hedge quietly grows around them, surrounding the little copse of trees there under. They're not going to see us now, though. Come on, Angel, live a little. Aziraphale scans the park, Eyebrows pulled down into a worried frown. I know you just put that there, but I still don't know. Crowley hooks a hand around Aziraphale's neck and pulls him down into a kiss, his lips sweet and wine-tinged, and Crowley wants. Open your trousers, angel, he rasps. I want to blow you. The mouth on you, Aziraphale says, exasperation tinged with fondness in his voice. He sighs, 
but carefully unbuttons and unzips, and yes, he's half-hard already. Crowley flips over and settles himself between his angel's spread thighs and looks up. Crowley hasn't even touched him yet, but Aziraphale looks euphoric, his face a picture of bliss, eyes closed and head tipped back. The sun filtering through the treetops limbs his curls with an ethereal radiance, the physical manifestation of his holiness reminding Crowley that, yes, he is as wondrous and beautiful as humans have always imagined angels to be. It's impossible to look away from a sight so exquisite. Aziraphale opens his eyes. Well, are you going to get on with it or not? He says, his voice carrying just enough of the edge of bitchiness that made Crowley fall in love with him in the first place. But the spell is broken and Crowley, honestly, is a bit relieved. Never stop complaining, do you? Crowley says, then takes him in deep, the head of Aziraphale's cock bumping the back of his soft palate. It's a good thing he doesn't have a gag reflex, really. Taking Aziraphale's cock down his throat is one of Crowley's favourite pastimes, and it would be hideously inconvenient if he couldn't do it without choking. Look at you, you exquisite creature. Aziraphale coos, his hand carding through Crowley's hair as Crowley works, alternating deep, long pulls with his mouth and teasing licks with the flat of his tongue. Crowley loves the look on Aziraphale's face when he lets his cock just push at his lips until it slips in, the soft head teasing and probing until Aziraphale breaks and finally begins to fuck his mouth. Crowley is just about to suggest Aziraphale get his trousers down a bit further when there's a rustling behind them, a crack that sounds hideously like branches being moved aside. Crowley swears and quickly pulls off and lays his head in Aziraphale's lap, covering everything he can, desperately hoping whoever it is doesn't see too much. That's disgusting, Dagon says. One of them, really? Knew you was a freak, Crowley, but honestly, make your dick fall off, I bet. Just wait. Crowley can feel the fury at yet another interruption by people who were explicitly told to leave them alone, build up in his fingertips, ready to send Dagon to the outer reaches of the Sahara, or maybe the South Pole. Or simply discorporate them entirely, let them deal with all the paperwork for once. Do you mind? 
Aziraphale snaps, his tone more irritated than Crowley thinks he's ever heard it before. Turn your back a moment, at the very least. Dagon sighs, but turns around, and Aziraphale struggles to button himself back into his trousers. Crowley mouths a silent, I'm sorry, at him, but Aziraphale simply touches his cheek gently and smiles, sunny and forgiving, almost immediately. Crowley turns over on the blanket and leans back on his elbows. What could you possibly want now? Dagon turns around and they look relieved that everyone is decent again. Morlock said he'd set out the proposal, but not the terms, idiot. Nothing but fighting on the brain, that one. Not that I blame him. We've got thousands of demons still itchy for an argument, and we've got a plan to deal with it without it all going tits up, if you know what I'm saying. Crowley frowns. Not precisely, but let's just say I do. What terms are you talking about? We need that situation with Iran and the US to get tense, if you get me. Give everyone something to do, to get them all good and ready for war. Rumor has it that the opposition will have just enough to counter, so everyone gets to work off their battle readiness, but no one gets obliterated. But we're counting on you to set it all up, if you'd ever be so kind. The last is almost a sneer. In return, we will ask no further favours for at least 500 years. 500 years? That's one hell of a vacation. He glances over at Aziraphale, whose eyes are just as wide as Crowley's own. So, New York, you say? Crowley asks, and tries to play it as cool as possible. No sense letting anyone know that they've offered you something that you really want. Mm-hmm.